What's going on, everyone? My name is Ian Simmons, and welcome to the Chapman Civility Podcast. This is a little podcast as part of the Bateman Public Relations National Competition, and we are doing this little podcast to talk about civility, and we're going to share our thoughts on civility, and and we're maybe going to help you figure out your thoughts on civility. It's going to be a great time. So join us over the next few weeks. We're going to be doing a lot of chit-chatting and sharing thoughts. It's going to be a great time. As I said, my name is Ian Simmons. And I'm Eric Faderwish. And yeah, welcome again to episode one. This should be a lot of fun. So Eric, tell people a little bit about what we're gonna what we're gonna be doing here. So, like Ian said, our podcast and our campaign itself is part of the Bateman Competition, which is a national competition where college students create a public relations campaign based on a certain theme. So this year, our topic is civility and incivility, and kind of what is our role in it so that's what we really want to discuss within the scope of this podcast in particular and in our campaign as a whole so we have a few different events going on throughout the month of february and into march and we'll be having different social media posts you can visit us on our website and we'll make sure to link those later on uh but we have a whole lot of information to share with you and we're so excited that you're here listening to us and we hope that we can reach more civil and productive discussions as a group in the future yeah and you know when i when i hear about civil civil civility and civil discourse as as was presented to us in this whole brief my mind immediately goes to politics and where we're mm-hmm. at right now um you know, it's it's so crazy that, um, you know, these in, in, you know, in regard to these last four years, um, you know, there hasn't been, I don't think, um, a time. I, I mean, I'm only 22, but in, in my life, I don't think I've ever experienced a time of such, I guess, hostility and polarization between two sides of the same spectrum. And mm-hmm. and it, I mean, it's it's really crazy and it's upsetting, especially, you know. I'm I'm about to graduate from college and go out into the real world and you know I my my hope would be that as as we kind of move on and we get older and we grow up that you know we're we're able to have more conversations and be able to listen to each other and I'm just kind of I'm honestly a little concerned about where where we're headed right now so um yeah th- this is a very this is a very prevalent topic and um yeah I'm excited to kind of explore um how how we feel about this, especially because you and I come from different backgrounds and we have different experiences. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I am, I'm really excited to talk about all this stuff. What are your, what's your, when, when you think of civil discourse, like what comes to mind for you? Uh, I think you bring up a good point with the politics in particular. I think nowadays, like it's no secret. We see a lot of, particularly between political parties, it's very, uh, difficult to get, people of opposing parties to agree on things and see things from the other person's point of view. And I think that's a major problem in a lot of points because we're so focused on seeing the other person as the bad guy, so to speak, uh, that I feel like it's more focused on not letting the other party get any, like gain any ground rather than trying to achieve good stuff for the country as a whole 
So I think, and even um, going against your own party, I think there's so much focus on making someone else the bad guy. There's not as much uh, focus on creating good things for everyone. Mm-hmm. And outside of politics, I think we are living in a time where people have so much bigger of a voice than they have in the past, like with social media, um, with sure. yeah. the internet as a whole. Uh, because you can put stuff out there and anyone can see it because that used to be pretty much just for celebrities, news people, um, journalists, those types of things. Yeah. But now you have just as big of a voice as everyone else because you can send out your tweet and everyone can see it. Everyone that's on Twitter that can see it and even people that aren't on Twitter. Yeah. And that's just one example. So I think... We, it it also plays into our own role as individuals mm-hmm. uh, when we consider what our role in civility is because we have such a big voice now. Yeah. Um. I, and I mean, kind of going back to what you were saying, I think there has just be and because of how polarized and how divided things have become. You know, we, we've very much kind of lost, I, I feel we've lost the, the desire to kind of meet in the middle and find some common ground. And instead, mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm right, you're wrong, and yeah. there's no other way to that, which is scary. And it's it, it's weird because, I mean, arguments are fine. Like, arguments are good when they're constructive. I mean, I think that's how, yeah, I, I personally think that's how things move forward. But, you know, when you're just like bickering and you're not actually listening and actually trying to relate and empathize, then you don't get anywhere. And I think it's um I, I think it's just something that we've very much lost in these last four years. And I I I will absolutely credit that to, you know, the 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 politics of our of our nation and how things have gone. I mean, honestly it's and it's been on both sides too. Like no no party mm-hmm. is innocent of you know, just like being perfect and being able to, I, I don't, I don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. So, so when you mentioned like the individual role that we have in civil, civil discourse and civility, how do you think is, or, or what, or what do you think is the best way that we can all kind of take a step back forget our own biases for a second and really just be able to listen because I mean like no matter what and like bias will always be there Mm -hmm. because we all have personal experience that we draw on and you know we have our perceptions about the world and we have the things that we absorb but I feel like there's got to be a way for two people who are of completely different viewpoints to somehow see some some commonalities or just find something that they don't hate about each other so what I, I don't know how how do you think yeah. how do you think we go about that? I think it's not so much about forgetting our biases as remembering them. Okay. Because it's in that remembering that we have biases towards a certain viewpoint and against others that we come to this realization that 
my experience is different than someone else's potentially. Mm -hmm. Because we all have different understandings of language and what it means depending. And a lot of that is based on where you grow up, uh, your understanding of language, that is, um, your understanding of what it means to be kind and and you brought up a good point like like disagreements are absolutely fine like those are those are part of civil discourse but what what we want to focus on in this campaign i think is how do we disagree without it what how do we disagree one while we're getting towards something and two disagreeing in a way that's still respectful of another person's humanity uh so i think so I think a big part of in remembering civility is knowing how we think about things and how that might be different than other people. Mm -hmm. um, because like in particular in American society, we're both living in America. Um, we have, we often, people with more privileged standpoints tend to think of themselves as the standard and that's and like the the normal and it it makes sense why they think that because like the systems in place do have they are made to make it seem like yeah you're the normal and i think we need to take into account our own identities and our own biases as well as the other person's identities and their own biases that play a factor into how we look at the world differently because we have a different set mm -hmm. of experiences. So how can we expect j just to kind of play, I, I mean, to play a little devil's advocate here, I guess, mm -hmm. how can we expect someone to not, again, not, forget their biases but yeah. um i guess sacrifice their their own privilege when that has been what's working or or when that has been what's worked for them you know i mean it, it's it's so much easier said than done to say hey you know you are incredibly privileged you need to be aware of that and you know you need to think as if think and behave and you know, act as if you you weren't, and so and and to be you know representative of all the people who aren't, and I I think that's I, I mean that's what I see a lot of you know if, for example when in this past election season I I saw a lot of um you know um a, a lot of posts and whatnot that said like vote as if blank vote as if blank mm -hmm. vote as if you were blank vote as if you know so on and so forth and why you know and and how can you expect someone to do that when they've never had to and i don't think it's you know i i not to say i don't think it's fair but i think if you're really trying to get someone to empathize with you i don't think that telling them to think like you and live like you when they've never had to is the way to do that um yeah i, I so I, I guess kind of my my mm -hmm. question revisiting that is how do we get people to think like 
I, 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 yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I kind of it, it's kind of trying to jump it around the same thing here. It does. I mean, there is a degree of it that needs to come from the individual, um, which can be hard to influence from an outside perspective. But I think in in going into I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Sure. In in going t- into discussions with someone who potentially disagrees with you or you have conflicting ideas of the best way in which the world should work, I think going in and hearing what they have to say, not necessarily agreeing with it, or saying that it's a valid viewpoint to have um, because there are a lot of people out there with dangerous ideologies that are harmful towards mm-hmm. other groups of people. And I think listening to what they say and how they say it, if you go in to something like that, with that type of mindset, I think that can help them feel more inclined to listen to you. But it doesn't always happen. Like you're saying, it's it's a very difficult thing to navigate. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to claim to be an expert in how any of this works. Um, but... Like in my own experience, like I, I am white, like I've, I'm in a privileged standpoint as far as our, our society is concerned. Sure. Um, so I, I definitely have had that experience of coming to terms with realizing that my experience is not necessarily the same experience as everyone else Um, and that that's not to say that i'm better than anyone else no one's better than me i'm better than no one Mm -hmm. um but i think it can be it it's definitely something that's difficult to realize but i think it's important to realize how we ourselves are contributing to these points of incivility yeah. through just our own viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me ask you something. Do you think that, or I, I guess I, yeah, I kind of want to just briefly touch on it. How do you think we got to where we are now? Because mm-hmm. again, I'm only 22 yeah. and when for example these last four years happened i was only 18 so i hadn't had you know a ton of experience if you will just kind of with the real world beyond my my school and my community but from what i do remember you know we were able to at least you know i feel like your your political party wasn't your defining quality Mm -hmm. and i feel like that it it is now 
or it's it's a huge part of it now. So basically, kind of what I what I want to ask is, how do you think we got there? And because I mean, I have my answer. I, I think I have my answer. Yeah. Um. Like, but it, like, if I I'd love to hear it after I. Yeah. Um. I mean, my yeah. my answer is. I think the media is obviously like a huge part of it. And Mm -hmm. obviously that is a word and a term and an entity, if you will, that is just thrown around a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I think, I think it's true. And I think, you know, especially now during this pandemic where, you know, all we really have to, to listen and rely on is just kind of these, these news sources that we selectively listen to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it, it absolutely does kind of, brainwash people to to you know put it bluntly and but i think that's on both sides um so how do you think we got to where we are yeah i mean i think media bias is absolutely a real thing that definitely plays into it i mean i'm again i'm i'm younger than you are i'm only 20 so we um Mm -hmm. (laughs) so not not necessarily the most life experience outside of school but i think the media absolutely has something to do with it. But I also think it might not necessarily be a new thing. It might just be louder than it has been in the past. Sure. Because we now have a means of instantly seeing viewpoints across the country, across the world, across the state anywhere and we can access those in an instant like Mm -hmm. instantaneous viewing of all these different viewpoints whereas our social circles tended to be a lot smaller prior to blowing up the internet and everything yeah um so i think I think a lot of it has to do with that we're now in direct contact with so many more people than we have been before. Yeah. So I think now is it is that to say that these uncivil interactions wouldn't have happened had the same people interacted without social media, without online interaction? I don't know. But we're definitely living in the most interconnected world that we've ever seen. Yeah. So now when when you say, because like I, I don't disagree with you. I think it, it definitely has always, you know, there's definitely been a tension, but I think louder is a good is a good term for it. Um, so do you think and I do you think it's ever gonna quiet down or? On the it, as in, do you think we will ever get to a point where you know we don't have to always be be yelling and fighting and fighting each other, um, or with things so easily getting louder, is it always just going to be kind of this tense and there's always going to be this kind of polarized back and forth? Um, very loaded question i'm aware yeah it's a, it's a <laughs> but, tricky one <laughs> yeah no for sure um, i mean of, of course the optimist in me wants to say like you know f- hopefully we will be able to find some some kind of mm-hmm. common 
ground and will able to hopefully, you know, just have some people go through our our societies and our communities that, you know, genuinely unite us and yeah. like objectively do. But, um, you know, with I, I mean, I also know that you can't please everyone. Not everyone is going to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, where, where do we go from here if, if everything is just going to get louder and louder and louder? Yeah, I <laughs> I think it does play a part in what I mentioned earlier with that recognizing your own role. Because I, and I mean, media and everything absolutely plays into it. But I think without realizing that we are contributing to incivility like like i have absolutely contributed to incivility i don't necessarily want to um but it happens it's hard not to yeah it's hard not to and i probably will sometime in the future after this podcast is recorded (laughs) Uh, like that's just um a lot of the world we live in and i don't think I don't think louder is necessarily a bad thing all the time because there are there are some fights that I think kind of need to happen. Um mm-hmm. like I I think there are some fights that need to happen. Sure. In yeah. that like we we want equal rights for everyone. And at the same time, there are people who don't want that. Mm-hmm. And so I think being able to have a louder voice can help in that. But at the same time, if we want to if we want to move towards more civil interactions, I think it can be a tricky thing to balance with how we interact yeah um like absolutely yeah no i mean i don't um i I don't think louder is necessarily a a bad thing either i think it's Mm -hmm. i think it's a fine thing but it's but i think it's just true and if everyone is always trying to be louder than each other Mm -hmm. and no one is willing to kind of take a step back and listen um yeah you know, I'm I'm just curious to see where where this is all whether this is all going to go, and mm-hmm. you know, people are people seem to be hopeful for this new administration. For example, I know a lot of people are hopeful. And I know a lot of people are very, very much not. Um, mm. But things seem to be quieter right now, which I don't know if that's a good thing or I don't know if that's a um, if it's just kind of on hiatus and it's just mm-hmm. going to come back stronger than ever. But, um, yeah, I, I really don't know. And I don't know where we're going, but, um, yeah, I, I hope we, uh, I hope we don't completely lose the ability to just kind of listen to each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think there's, I think it's important to know when it's time to listen and when it's time to speak. Sure. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I think the ability to listen is just as important as 
the words that you are capable of formulating to express your opinions or or your beliefs but mm-hmm. you know then you kind of walk the line of when when is it my when is it my time and mm-hmm. you know you might think it's your time to speak and someone else might not think it's your time to speak and so um and then you have strong personalities butting heads all the time so yeah um yeah i i don't I, i'm really curious to see uh where we go from here because i personally don't think it's going to stay quiet for long I, um, I agree if it if it does it does but um yeah i'm 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 really i'm really interested to see where um where we go from here especially over these next uh over these next four years but anyway um i want to i want to just kind of get your your final thoughts on on just a couple things just because we are wrapping up here um so yeah what how are you how are you feeling about uh this this whole podcast and where we're where we're going to be exploring from here on out yeah i mean i think we've got some great events and topics planned for the campaign and the podcast uh you can absolutely follow us on instagram please do follow us on instagram uh, at the chapman civility project on instagram so definitely follow there for great content where we'll be posting more about how to encourage civility and also what your role is in civility because civility comes from the individual we are civilians we have a role in civility (laughs) that we do do. um well hey next week tune back in we are going to be diving a little bit more into our role in civility and um you know how we can kind of talk to people that we disagree with and maybe hopefully find some common ground but until then my name is ian simmons and i'm eric faderwish and this has been episode one of the chapman civility podcast thank you so much for listening